Hey everybody and welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And it's our anniversary. It is. We did a whole year. We did. And we're done. This is this is yep. the last episode of Kingdom Smarts. Sorry, but we're not ending Kingdom Hearts 2. We're not even getting anywhere else. Nope. No, we uh we uh, I just can't handle that haircut and oh. I don't think we're ever going to top the heartless symbol beat on the dog's butthole and uh so we're just <laughs> we're done. No, we're not, obviously. I'm too deep in the paint now to to quit. Yeah, we haven't even found Riku again. I know. I've been I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, where is my other son? <laughs> you have so many sons to keep track of now. I know. I'm so sorry. Look, I I did this to myself. <laughs> I was sort of said, "Hey, we should do a podcast." <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did it. This is a our well, technically our year anniversary is tomorrow because of, you know, how time works yeah <laughs> so it's the 25th but that's tomorrow so close enough yeah so we have a couple ideas uh for what this episode's gonna be uh we're gonna do a recap slash quiz i don't know exactly how that's gonna go i don't think either of us have planned we haven't talked about it other than like uh, two minutes <laughs> yeah probably closer to do a recap since we just decided to do this like what two hours ago uh, yeah like a couple hours ago before you drove home <laughs> so <laughs> um and then the other thing we have some questions that we uh, solicited from you and we're gonna answer those hopefully yeah. satisfactorily <laughs> let's start with the recap all right how far back should we start because it's been a year do we want to just do the the whole thing because i feel like that would take a very long time <laughs> i'm trying to think how quick can we do kingdom hearts one <laughs> let me see if i can break kingdom hearts one down in the shortest amount of sentences there's a boy and there's a, another boy and there's a girl, and the first boy needs to find the other two. That's pretty much it, right? <laughs> I feel like that covers <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, there's a whole, like, their childhood home falling into darkness and two of them yeah. disappearing into the void of space. I mean, it did get eaten up by the Shadow Realm, sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, is that really any different from what I said, really, at the end of the day? You, ha you had the bones, we just have to put more meat on it. Yeah. So... Kingdom Hearts 1 is about Sora. I'm I'm going to see if I can make this like a sound bite. Kingdom Hearts 1 is about Sora trying to find his friends and having to go through Disney worlds. And then also it's about being sad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's more chain of memories and I don't remember Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1 wasn't really sad. It was more just like emotional in places. Yeah. The end got a little buck wild. What would Sora being like, hey, the only way for me to save my friends is to kill myself. And then he did and turned into the bad guys, like the little enemies that you kill all the time, <laughs> which is pretty crazy for a game for kids, I think. Yeah. And he literally did it with a smile on his face. Yep. And then he came back because he's just the best boy. Because <laughs> Kyrie just really believed in him and she gave yeah. a heartless a hug. Yeah. Maybe that's. I feel like Kyrie's got this super magic power that we're like, we don't care about Kyrie. And hi, I'm King. Hi, I'm uh, Kingdom J Hearts, and I don't care about <laughs> Kyrie enough. But she could definitely solve a lot of problems by just, I guess, hugging the heartless. Yeah, just go to every heartless and just pick it up and be like, I believe in you, and give it a hug till it turns into a person. Then she's like, Hi, I'm Dale, and I'm back now <laughs> from hell, I guess. It's just a bunch of Disney characters suddenly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. I'm trying to think of, of Disney characters that we definitely didn't see. So, like, Milo from Atlantis, but, like, someone remembered us. Oh, th thank goodness. Hi, I'm Jim from Treasure Planet. 
I don't know if you've heard of us. Disney's definitely trying not to. They, uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, which is I, – I always get yelled at when I say that because it's – everyone's like, it is a movie they made for you. And I'm like, I know. It is very uh, good. And I haven't seen it. It's on my list. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so and, – and oh, also Riku got like catfished and kidnapped by a, a, guy, by a guy in a coat, in a lumpy coat, turned out to be like a sexy evil man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and also a witch. He just got, like, two new parents, and they're very bad, and they're just like, hey, what if, like, you were a piece of shit, though? Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I don't know who said it, but there's that quote, they fuck you up, your mom and dad, and he had the worst adoptive parents, I guess, <laughs> in Ansem and Maleficent. <laughs> I guess in fairness, Maleficent semi-adopted him, and then Ansem possessed him. Just, like, co-opted his body yeah. and gave him a bad outfit. So he's more of a shitty roommate than he is a shitty dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I'm sick. Um, so, sorry for any weird noises coming from this end of the podcast. <laughs> so that's Kingdom Hearts 1, basically. And so, you know, through love and friendship, Sora saves the day. But then also, Riku is drafted the other side of the, like, the gate between light and dark. Yeah. Or, I guess, the world and darkness. Is it... Is is the world the light part of the world? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's light and darkness, and basically everything exists in light. Okay, and the darkness, there's just one there's a cool beach. city and a beach, <laughs> and that's <laughs> it. It's a very strange, small place, darkness. I guess in its fairness, I don't know if we're supposed to go there. We just kind of went there anyways, because humans are terrible monsters. They're just like, I shouldn't be here, it's mine now. I'm going to take this one. Oh, it's someone else's? Uh, no. <laughs> I got this cool coat now so I can come here. So I own this place. In fact, we had installed a door and I have the key. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Mickey Mouse and Riku end up in hell. Yep. In Kingdom Hearts Hell, a.k.a. Dark City. <laughs> and then Chain of Memories is mostly that again, but with this nice sad lair where everyone keeps forgetting everything. Um, and then every time you get maybe get mad at a boy you realize that it's not his fault that he is a clone and doesn't know who he is and why he's being forced to do all these terrible things <laughs> then you feel real sad for him and then he dies <laughs> yeah the chain of memories is kind of just a long con of just like pink-haired asshole just like <laughs> fucking with some kids yeah it's it's a really weird way to get back at the youth i think it's just like yeah i don't i'm mad that i'm old now so i'm gonna fucking punk these four children i really want this kid's toy but instead of taking his <laughs> toy i'm gonna ruin his life empty his mind and just take over his body so that i can have what he's holding yeah it's a bad time i think <laughs> it's just a really roundabout way to rob someone yeah it's much like, you have magic powers and you're very tall. You could make it work if you needed to, Marluxia. <laughs> Go the Sequinox route? Or, nope, I can't make that joke yet. Sequinox nope. hasn't aired, I can't say that... cut the hands off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should keep that in or not, give people who listen to both a uh, <laughs> fun little... I wonder if you can guess who's... Just in case I decide to. Guess whose plan take the hands was? <laughs> Free guess. 
yeah, so then like you meet Namine, who is this little girl who turns out is Kyrie's heartless because there's no oh, we're not gonna talk about it. Nobody, right? They're totally different. Um we're not gonna talk about it because we've got enough shit for it <laughs> as is. Um but there's some fucking weird shit. Uh she ends up having a nobody, which is like is the leftovers of people. Yeah. I also um, guess in fairness, the game hasn't told us how she's made. Okay. It's just kind of like you have to do some supposing yeah, more I can't, than anything. I feel like it's said somewhere, but I just honestly can't remember because there's a lot of stuff in Kingdom Hearts and I have to write it all down to remember it for the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's um, I don't know what it's called, but there's this thing where it's like it's like serial. Pro- I don't know. It's some fucking brain nonsense uh, where it's like, yeah, you have all the information there, but like. If you don't d- definitely need it right now, it's going to be <laughs> off to the side. Yep. Because, you know, it's not important. This other stuff is, so don't worry about that. It, but it's, it's here. It's on a shelf, and it's a little high, and yeah, I could go get, like, a chair to climb up there, but I just don't feel like it right now. Yeah. We- we'll get there. Event- eventually, you're going to need the chair for something else anyway, Yeah, and you can just grab that while you're up there. <laughs> but yeah, so she has power over just exclusively Sora's memories, which yes. is very specific. <laughs> and so she rips him out of people's minds for a little while and puts him in an egg until he's done cooking which is a year later and that's chain of memories yeah i feel like that's a good enough catch up and then that brings us to kingdom hearts 2 where you spend at least in my life three and a half hours talking about uh chores and being in a small town no that's that's it in the game too it's about three <laughs> to four hours uh which is wild <laughs> that they did that and this is another thing where it's like, I got mad at a boy because I didn't get, I didn't know the whole story yet, and then I feel bad, and now I miss him. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the relationship with Roxas. Like a lot of people are just like, "Oh, here's this kid, I just want Sora back." Like even though I have chain of memories knowledge, like I know what's up, but I still just want to know more of what's up. And then like, the more you go, you're like, "I'm sorry, I ever doubted you, Roxas. Please be okay." I knew the the bare minimum. Like it's not like a like. This is not an act that I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts. Like, I know, like, I knew four things going in. And my friend Layton was a real big fan. I don't think he ever played Chain of Memories. So he was playing Kingdom Hearts 2, and I knew that Sora existed. I've seen the cover of the box. And then I, I watched him play, like, a minute of Kingdom Hearts 2 when he first got it. And I was like, that's a different boy. And he's like, yeah, I don't know who this asshole is, but, <laughs> like, I want to, I want uh where's the main character who's also on the front of the box of the new one (laughs) yeah and roxas is also at the front but like he's in like way in the background yeah and it's like oh i guess i'm this guy who is this guy this isn't sora this isn't my boy and i remember like before kingdom hearts 2 came out me and my friends would print out a bunch of stuff off the internet and just like carry it around and like speculate who all the new people were and there's one image where like roxas is in the background but his back's to the camera so, like, all you see is the hair and the outfit, and we were just like, yeah. oh, who's this kid? And then the game started, we're like, oh, it's this kid. And they answer anything. And then, like, <laughs> Sora finally showed up, and we're like, oh, nothing was answered. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, hey, remember when you had to print stuff out from the internet? Yep. Remember when that was a big part of your life? I do. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be, like, scans from Japanese magazines, too, so we couldn't, like, <laughs> read what anyone's name was. We had to, like, find anyone that knew, like, Katakana and just be like, can you help us? Please help us. <laughs> what are these letters? What does this mean? <laughs> Ooh, the early 2000s were a wild time for the internet. 
so once we finally get our boy back, we lose another boy <laughs> again because now Roxas is gone. And again, I just like miss him now. I'm like, he actually wasn't that bad. Like he just didn't he just didn't have his memories, which I should be more sympathetic to, considering all the chain of memory shit. Yep. And he was just like the other half of Sora and had to dis and had to like go back into Sora for Sora to wake up. Yeah, in order to to get him back. Which is part of Diz's plan. We didn't even we haven't touched on that fucker yet, but I don't I hate him. <laughs> I don't like I don't think he's ever going to come around and I think he him being just like wildly obtuse cuz thinking the other day about cuz I think about Kingdom Hearts a lot now cuz <laughs> my life is welcome <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> I was just thinking about how like I think it was Riku as Ansem which is another fucking weird thing uh that hasn't even been confirmed yet like I'm just pretty sure it's Riku dressed as Ansem for some reason <laughs> by dressed as I mean wearing the face of if she's you know. in someone's skin, it's fine. Yeah, which is, like, obviously a thing you can do in this world. Yeah, Ansem did it to him, so now yeah. it's just revenge. Yeah, turnabout's fair play. Uh, but he's like, why are you doing this? And this is like, revenge. And I've been trying to think, like, what could you, what, like, what is this revenge for? And I know that I don't have the pieces. And I remember when Diz was first introduced, like, the, the episode before, um, and I don't know if it made it to air, but you're like, oh, we haven't seen the person I hate the most yet or has the worst design or something. And then as soon as it ended, you're like, and I always forget about him because he's the worst. Yep. And so I feel like he's just going to keep coming back in shitty ways. Yeah, I 100% forgot that he shows up in Chain of Memories before he shows up in Kingdom Hearts 2. So like when I was watching the cutscenes, he showed up. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I hate <laughs> you. Why are you here? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he... he also wanted to kill Naminé, so, like, that sucks for him. I want to say he gets better, but I can't lie. <laughs> Looking forward to him maybe getting beaten up. Mickey Mouse seems to think he's okay, which I feel like is a trick that the game is playing on us. <laughs> like, hey, here's Riku's mouse dad, and he's great, and he likes Diz for some reason, so Diz might also be great. But I definitely have had friends who were like, I like this person, I'm like, that person's an asshole, <laughs> so... I'm thinking it's just bad judgment on Mickey Mouse's part. I think we've made this joke before, but everyone has to have one shitty friend where they're just like, nah, trust me. And everyone else is like, no, <laughs> no. not with this one. This is bad, Mickey, actually, <laughs> turns out. He's like, I just don't, I don't know. I like him. Like, well, all right, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's like, they call to invite Mickey Mouse somewhere and they're like, just don't, don't bring Diz. <laughs> Please. And Diz shows up, and Mickey's like, I didn't tell him. Like, well, he fucking knew. You're the one that likes him. <laughs> We're not talking to him. We didn't tell him. That's for sure. <laughs> We're not friends on Facebook. We also met Organization 13. Yep, the whole thing proper. And by the time they get, like, actually introduced, half of them are dead. Yeah. Which is a bold choice for a numbered organization. <laughs> where their numbers matter. And then also, here's the other thing. When they start, no, I guess I guess Roxas does exist when we first run into them. Yeah. Because Roxas shows up when we don't see him, but he, he becomes born when uh uh Sora becomes a heartless. Yeah. So like they they named themselves Organization 13. And unless they started the day Roxas showed up, 
they were just like calling their shot. <laughs> I will say this number. Oh, forgive the pun, I guess. Kingdom Hearts loves two numbers, seven and 13, and they will keep showing up. Okay. Is that why Riley uh, put his thing out on July 13th? Is a Kickstarter for... Probably. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Riley, I'm on to you. <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> you big dork. <laughs> um, hey, that was funded, by the way, uh, in like a day. So nice. congratulations, Riley. Yeah, so uh, where was I? Organization 13. Oh, yeah, because yeah, there's seven left because they kill six. Yeah, I guess in their defense, they're like, we just put like six assholes in one building. How were we supposed to know a monster would show up and cur- kill every <laughs> single one of them? We didn't know, well, technically three boys, because Axel did kill off one of them. Yeah. Well, actually... I guess he technically killed two, because he sicked Clone Riku on Zexion. Yeah, so he kind of is responsible. So between four, three and a half boys, uh, they killed a bunch of shitty people. Yeah, I guess the blood's not on Axel's hand for Zexion, but there's definitely a little bit, like, on his shirt collar. I think I'm doing my math wrong, because... Axel was one of the six people in I guess, the first I guess one. Only five died then. So five died, yeah. Yeah, Larxene, uh, Zexion, Vexen, Lexaeus, and Marluxia. Yeah. Those are them. Okay. And they all got X names, and that just made me very weary of it. So when Roxas showed up, I'm like, I don't trust the X in there. <laughs> and then I was right, so <laughs> in a way. Yep. And I think we've met everyone else, we've only seen one of them, though, and we only have one name. Yeah, and they're not the same person, because yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> why, would you, why would you make it easy on me? They, just, they don't want to make this easy for someone doing a podcast, like, ten plus years later. Yeah, uh, which, good, good foresight, Nomura, you really got our number. You know what, I'm not shocked if he would have known about this. If he, like, came out <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I made this all difficult just so, like... Everyone doing Kingdom Hearts podcast just struggles. <laughs> like, of course you had a plan for that. Podcasts were barely a thing when this... They weren't a thing when this game started. Nope. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so we know Zaldin and we've seen White Trash Prince. Yes, but we don't have a name. We don't have a name for him yet. Once we get back to Sora, that's all very recent stuff. So it's like, I don't think we need to recap. Like, he yeah. went to some Disney worlds and like... We got some, he got like, oh, fucking wizard was like, hey, here's what's up. And he's like, oh, cool. That doesn't, I don't remember any of that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I think the biggest thing is probably just like heartless is when like darkness is taken out of people's heart and becomes a thing. And then nobodies are what's left behind of some people when their heart is taken. Yeah. If they are strong enough of will, they become some manner of nobody. Yeah. And there's like a hierarchy to nobodies where there's like people, nobodies cooler nobodies than kind of just weird creepy nobodies yeah that move like they are unattached from the game's physics and they creep me right off (laughs) i love them so much i it's very inventive like it's it's a really like interesting thing to look at because it's like i would not have gone hey these bad guys are weird what if we make them move as if they are being clicked and dragged like we didn't finish applying physics to them like yeah that'll be really creepy to look at and they are especially since like on paper nobodies are kind of the more sympathetic villain almost like they're still not great but like they're kind of just like leftovers of a person that got hurt by darkness so just like the fact that they're the weirdos and heartless are super cute it's just so weird but i love it 
it's it's uh i i think it's because that's not really like it, it's not explained as far as i know that like i know it's said like the nobodies are what's left over but there's nothing that says like like explicitly like you should feel sorry for these ones yeah like you just have to like read in like oh well darkness is the bad and that's what made the nobody like they didn't choose to be that way but then they're like also they are the fucking creepos so (laughs) they they can't help it it's the only way they know how to move it's just to kind of go up a wall that's not there then just like slide around and get like like part of them goes the rest of them oh shit we need to be over there with my neck like okay (laughs) it's real weird um and then some of them are just people yep (laughs) so there's that some of them are just mean people yep just me just very mean people yeah and i think that pretty much catches us up yeah, and I think in uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, we did learn that the Heartless with the symbols on them are artificially created, whereas like the Shadows and the Shadow Balls and Neo Shadows, I guess anything that says Shadow, is like a naturally made Heartless. So like yeah. half of the cute Heartless were just like made by Ansem down in the lab, where he's like, what if it's a dog with a Heartless symbol on its butt? I'm going to put it on his butt. <laughs> this one's like a vampire that I saw in a book once. This, <laughs> <laughs> this one's like... A kitty cat and a ghost who flips upside down. <laughs> this is a flower. <laughs> this this is my flower. I liked Mario a lot, so I made a flower one. This one's for you, Marluxia. <laughs> More until I join you. <laughs> um, which he did, but then came back, but is maybe Riku. Again, shitty roommate. Yeah, just a real shitty roommate. You kicked him out, you took his key, and he's still fucking here. <laughs> How did you get in? Riku's just gonna like wake up and be like, I feel like I have crumbs in me. <laughs> Someone didn't take my trash out, whatever that means. I, just, I really need a vacuum and I'm just gross. <laughs> I feel like a pile of dishes and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder he's so angsty. I would be so mad. Dishes give me wicked anxiety. So like that would be the worst feeling ever <laughs> to feel like you are dirty dishes. Oh, Ugh. God. No, thanks. That also brings up a thing, because I did forget that the ones with the symbols are artificial. Is it like, number one, Ansem hired a graphic designer to make a heartless symbol, or he had a promising career as a graphic designer and chose to become an evil weirdo. (laughs) That does sound like a thing a graphic designer would do. And then he's like, he had like a lot of ideas for little monsters and couldn't get whatever off the ground. He's like, well, just, I guess, turn people into them, whatever. It's probably the same. Yeah, it's a lesson. If someone comes to you with an idea for, like, a spinoff for Pokemon, like, don't shoot down their ideas because they may go insane and start ripping darkness <laughs> out of people's hearts just to make these cute, adorable monsters anyways. Yeah, I think that's a valuable lesson we could all stand to learn. <laughs> so, like, is are they still getting made? Like, how are there constantly more if they're artificial? I'm trying to think if they say anything about that, but they kind of don't. It's just like, if they have the symbol on them, they were artificially made. I don't know if that means just like originally, and then they just kind of like got in the system and just kept reproducing anyways. Right. They just like got into wherever it is that Heartless come from. Yeah. They just like invaded the system. They're like, well, we're already here. You downloaded the patch. So we're just going to keep coming through. (laughs) Okay. We keep an eye out for this. See if I can suss out. I I feel like uh like maybe Ansem like stole his neighbor's cable. His neighbor is darkness, and so he's like splitting cable with him. And so now whenever someone gets turned into a heartless, sometimes it goes through the Ansem side, and just like even though he's not there anymore, it's just like oh sorry, this one's a 
dog with a thing on his butthole. Like, that's just where it came from. <laughs> the darkness turns off his cable, and you just hear Ansel be like, Darkness! <laughs> well, that's the other thing I learned, is that you can do at least two perfect soliloquies from this game, from memory, <laughs> at any point in time, with no provocation. And do the hand gestures for all of it, too. The, yes, the uh, perfect mimicry of all of the... The The boss fight was really hard, and you couldn't <laughs> skip cutscenes. It's a different time. Um, I think that's I think that's about it. Yeah. When I met Richard Epcar, the second voice actor for Ansem, he actually did the whole, like, oh, like, I got a picture with him. He's like, and don't forget, darkness is the heart's true essence. And it took <laughs> all my strength not to go... <laughs> oh man it's like you just need a little bit more like acting in there just just, just put more of yourself into it i don't want to tell you how to do your job but <laughs> but here's some cutscenes that i can show you to, <laughs> to help you out uh so you want to do some questions sure the first one we have is from angela at cookie farts nice 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 <laughs> It says, anniversary question. Jake, you obviously know there's a bunch of games coming after Kingdom Hearts 2 and before Kingdom Hearts 3, but do you have any knowledge of what the different games are about, or is it a total blank? I know a tiny bit from before we did this podcast when I just knew Shannon as a Kingdom Hearts fan. So, like, when things were just, like, come across the internet and I had zero interest in it, I would just be like, well, there's a thing. Um <laughs> So I I know a, l- a little bit, and I think on the podcast you told me that Dream Drop Distance is like a gauge and you are dropping through dreams. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know who is doing this, but... Well, it'll make sense when we get there. Okay. I, I trust you. Um, <laughs> I think I think the fraction one, 358 over two, is it 358? Yeah, 358 over two days. Um, I, know, I, th- I know that one you said was like split between... Or it's like Sora doing something over and over again. Oh no, that's um, re- uh, three fifty eight over two days is actually with Roxas, and then okay, uh, Dream Drop is Sora and Riku flipping back and forth. Okay, um, I don't know what they do. I don't know what happens. Um, but I, I, I think you said that yeah. at some point on the show. If it's and something I, you can look at on the cover and read off the back of the game, I don't think that's, that's not. Nec- a, yeah, that's not a spoiler. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. That's 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 co- copy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then let's see, there's, I know Birth by Sleep has Aqua in it. I don't know who she is, but she, everyone loves her, so I'm excited about that. I, I love her a lot. I don't know what the fuck Birth by Sleep is supposed to mean. I'm sure we'll get there and like 90% of the way through the game, you'll be like, this thing. And I'm like, fuck, that's what it is. Um, because that seems to happen a lot. Yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts does love their symbolism. You're like, this title's stupid. Then you finish the game, you're like, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. Like Chain of Memories. I was like, oh, it's a literal chain oh that people are connected to because that's how chains work like links fuck (laughs) um and then i know there's one that's just called like cross or key or something it's called all of those things cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah unchained key parentheses x but it's like a greek yeah yeah it's the greek letter chi which we're going to reach a point in Birth by Sleep where that's going to give me heart palpitations to try to have to say key and Kai differently. Okay. <laughs> It'll make sense when we get there. It's just... Sure. People will probably have to get like annoyed with me that I'm saying it heavy air quotes wrong, but 
this is a podcast and there's no subtitles to see when it's the greek yeah. letter <laughs> yeah i don't know what that's about i just know that there's a, a cross key yeah. x thing in it what other games are there fragmentary passage is like a re-release of one of them right that one's um the best way i describe it even though it's not technically correct is that it's basically dlc for birth by sleep it's not okay. for, it's not dlc for birth by sleep but it's only four hours long and that's not a game that is not a game <laughs> yeah so it's but it's birth by sleep stuff and it happens after birth by well it happens after birth by sleep before kingdom hearts one okay and it's just basically like a tech demo for what they had for the kingdom hearts 3 technology at the time okay and I don't and that's I, I just know that they exist and I know like <laughs> tiny, tiny bits. But to answer your question, no, I don't know. I'm really, really good at not learning anything about stuff that I don't have any interest in. And since I didn't like Final Fantasy and I assumed that this was just Final Fantasy plus Disney. I was like, nah, not for me. <laughs> um, and then here we are a couple <laughs> years later <laughs> with me getting really sad that uh, a lot of my boys are missing. <laughs> I think, ironically, when I was a kid, um, I didn't want to play Kingdom Hearts because I thought it was just also going to be Final Fantasy meets Disney, and I was like, that sounds really stupid. Yeah, and it then, does like, sound really stupid. And then a friend of mine got it, and I watched him play the opening, and I was like, I, I need this. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have not learned anything about it prior <laughs> to this show. Uh, she also had another one that was, and for the games you've already gone through, what are your guys' favorite twists or reveals so far? Kyrie's heart being inside Sora was pretty boss. That was really good because it gave Kyrie a little more meaning other than damsel. Yeah. Like, because cause that's literally all she was. Well, she was a damsel and then you found her corpse, essentially, her like comatose body. And you're like, oh, cool. She's just a set dressing now yeah but like it's much more important than that even if they don't seem to like Kyrie very much yeah and that's definitely one of my favorites from kingdom hearts one too because like i love Kyrie. i'm not very shy about it yeah. so like i remember as a kid like being kind of upset that she didn't have much to do with the game but then like when we got to that scene i was like oh she was you know metaphorically and technically physically with me the entire time and it was just yeah. kind of like a nice little thing of like your friends are always there with you sometimes literally because you accidentally put their heart in you because because sometimes i guess your hearts get all combobulated yeah you know it's just it happens yeah um i also really like the twist that riku was the keyblade because that's real and that happened oh no that was wrong that's, that was just what i was hoping for the whole time uh <laughs> i'm trying I don't to know. think if there's a twist in kingdom in chain of memories i think the only real twist is that like you learn that Riku is not like the Riku that Sora thought he was seeing wasn't Riku. That was yeah. a clone. That's um, and, and that I, was good for other I, reasons. And I guess Nomine, like you thought Nomine was going to be like a bad guy. Then she turned or uh, ended yeah. up being on your side. Yeah. And she was just like being forced to do all that, which is very, I don't want to say very cool. Like the, the twist that she was not the bad guy was very cool. Yeah another person that i got very mad at <laughs> i did, did, did not deserve it and for some reason i always like the reveal that like it's marluxia that's the big bad of the castle because he just doesn't look like he would be the big bad of the castle and he's just like so calm and like charismatic yeah. while everyone else is just like off their goddamn minds and i was just like that he just wasn't what he seemed yeah and he's like number 11 which once you like kind of learn the structure you're like why you shouldn't be important like yeah you should be able to boss around one 
technically two people, but uh, one person that we know about, and that's it. But he's like, no, I'm in charge of this shit, and also, I'm the worst dude here. <laughs> yeah, there's just like, with Chain of Memories, the organization members, since we don't have as long with them, I feel like there's a lot of like implied stuff with them, and just like a lot of the under the like skin stuff with Marluxia that they didn't quite show. I kind of like that. So I'm really, yeah. I'm really good about just like reading too much like between the lines with characters sometimes, which is why like I always like weird characters in the background that aren't doing anything. Yeah. Like I'm, I like Lexaeus because I don't know. I feel like there's something more with him and I want to find out why. He's called the silent hero. Like, yeah. What's up with that? And also, here's a cool new theory that I have because uh, I, again, just think about how Roxas's nickname is the Keyblade's chosen one or Something like that. Something to that uh, the Key of Destiny, I think he was. Like, yeah, some, something to where like it referred back to the Keyblade. Is like the nickname of the nobody just like a reference to what they were before? Cause, like, That's a good question, actually. Because then like the silent hero, like what was that dude before he was a nobody? And yeah. how badass was he? <laughs> yeah, and then like Marluxia is like what, the graceful assassin or something like that? Yeah. Oh no. So like... What's up? What's up with these people? I know there's time travel, and I hope we get to see some of them bef <laughs> like before they got split up. We have one from Cassidy at the Mad Lobotanist. Uh, question for both of you. Who's your favorite organiza Organization 13 member we've met so far? You don't have to know slash remember their name. Uh, Lar uh, Larkine. <laughs> Larkine with a bullet. I have a type. I, I think it's pretty easy to figure out <laughs> what I'm into, <laughs> and I really like Larkine uh my favorite we don't have a name for i mean obviously i know it but i would hope so <laughs> yeah keanu reeves is my favorite organization member but he actually wasn't my favorite when i played kingdom hearts 2 the first time he became my favorite like later down the line okay. but uh zaldin was my favorite originally okay i don't like him he seems mean <laughs> yeah he is <laughs> <laughs> I I can't say anything because I just talked about why I like Larksy. Yeah, we have similar types. Yeah, we <laughs> we get I along. Have, I just like leak over into two different types sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we have one from Annie from at Annie Zord. Uh, Jake, what about your perception of Kingdom Hearts? Do you think has changed the most from Episode One till now? Shannon, has anything changed to you while you do this deep dive of the series? No pun intended. Why is that a pun? Uh, probably Dream Dot. Okay. I'll, I'll, I think that will be very funny in a couple years <laughs> when we get there. I'm sure there's a dive somewhere. Probably. I don't I don't know. Um, I For me, I think the thing that changed the most uh, perception-wise is that, like, I thought it was just going to be Final Fantasy and Disney, and, like, the, I didn't think there was anything else to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, But there is a lot more to it. The The thing that I've come to realize is that the Disney and the Final Fantasy is literally marketing. Like, that's yes. the only reason any of that shit is in here. Like, if Nomura could have made it without them, he totally would have. Yeah, like, you, you're you very loud about how much you don't like crossovers, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah. well, you like Kingdom Hearts now, but the crossover part of Kingdom Hearts doesn't matter. It And that's... Like, and I got, like, I got shit from this, and I won't say who, because he was kind enough to not say who hated crossovers, even though everyone listening on uh, our friend Christina's podcast knew it was me. I fucking hate crossovers, because they're just mashup t-shirts. It's like, it like, there's no reason. I don't want to see fucking Harry Potter getting into the Doctor Who box. I don't want, I don't <laughs> want that. That sucks, and there's no reason for that. But Kingdom Hearts 
is not a crossover in that sense. Like it's yeah. not like when I say crossover, I mean mashup. Most of the times crossover is like easier to say. It there's so much context to it and like there is a reason behind it and it follows these weird rules. So I I I'm okay with it. Like yeah. I'm totally okay with like crossovers if they make sense. Like NBC a million years ago did this thing where like everybody was in like New York had a blackout and so all the things on Friday night or whatever every episode they were dealing with the same blackout oh uh, yeah that that's that's a crossover and it makes sense because there's context and it, it's all there <laughs> um but then like i don't know everyone's like look it's deadpool if he was the red ranger fuck that shit fuck that <laughs> so much that's so dumb <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i have a few mashup t-shirts but like i only get them if they're clever like, I think I have one that's, like, the My Naval Totoro thing, but it's, like, a big daddy and a little sister. I'm like, that, those, are like, those overlap in the right spots. Yeah, that like, that that makes sense. And it's not, like, it's it's two of, like, this one thing doing something from another. It's not, like, Totoro holding the umbrella over a little sister. Yeah. <laughs> that would be stupid. Like, why is he there? <laughs> they don't exist in the same space. They can't follow the same rules. Yeah, and I feel like the, the like heart of Kingdom Hearts is an original story with original characters. They just happen to show up in Disney sometimes or to hang out with the Final Fantasy characters. But like at the end of the day, you can take most of that out and it doesn't matter. Like honestly, if like I, I, I firmly believe knowing now, like having gone through the, the two and a tenth games, it seems like that. Like Mulan could just be Land of Dragons. It could be a totally different story set in like a, a like on on like a a Chinese backdrop. You know, yeah. like in that kind of story, and it would be the same exact game. Like the fact that it's Mulan just makes kids go, "I like Mulan." Mom, buy this game for me. Yeah, you know, so it, and it's something f familiar for you to go in before you go to like another cutscene that's three like you know thirty minutes long involving a lot of stuff that's brand new. Yeah, because like if any anyone who makes anything uh, will tell you. That it's much harder to sell new stuff than it is stuff you're familiar with. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> you know. So, like, the crossover makes sense. And I feel like it's mostly marketing. Like I said, it's mostly marketing. So, like, they go and they go to the world. Like, it's not like they're all in the same place just because. Like, it's like yeah. we ha now we have to go to this one. So. Yeah, that's why when, like, everyone asks me, they're like, oh, don't you want Star Wars and Marvel and Kingdom Hearts? I'm like, it's not going to matter. No. I don't yeah, want to it, spend five minutes in a terrible – in, like, a really truncated version of that story. That sounds yeah. really boring. I, I, I don't know if we said this on the show during one of the last, like, like Q&As we did between seasons, but, like, the only – the only Marvel character that I want Sora to meet is Tom Holland, Spider-Man. <laughs> they would other be best that, friends. Like, they would be so – they would be wicked friends right away. It would be great. But, like, other than that, like, do you want to see fucking Sora show up? for two seconds of iron man three like <laughs> no why would you want that <laughs> that would be really yeah. bad it's like disney is like they have original stuff but most of it is fairy tales and most of their storytelling is simple and like not in a bad way just in a simple way it's universal like yeah. it's 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 so anyway like the story isn't like super duper specific or complicated so everyone can enjoy it yeah so it can be truncated it can have things inserted without fundamentally changing everything you can't really truncate more complicated and bigger stories and make them work in fact we're gonna reach points in kingdom hearts 2 where i'm gonna like hate a world because this thing kind of happened okay and i just felt like it didn't work for Kingdom Hearts, because it was a bigger story and it has to be made smaller. Yeah. 
And like I like for Star Wars, you could absolutely do a Star Wars world, but you could not do the Star Wars world they would do. Yeah. Because they would try to do like the big shit, but that it's too big. <laughs> it's it's way too big. So Also like Star Wars is just exhausting in 2018 and I just don't want that in Kingdom Hearts. I am noted not fan of Star Wars. <laughs> So I also don't want it in Kingdom Hearts. Star Wars used to be like one of the most important things to me, and now I kind of don't care about it. That sucks. Yeah, that it really, really does. That, that really sucks. It makes me sad every time I think about it. I'm like, I just don't care anymore. Oh, no. Uh, well, you still have Kingdom Hearts. Yep. <laughs> so anything that you've you've come across, uh, the other the other half of, of uh, Andy's question, anything that like changed for you over the course of doing this? Uh, well, one, I realize uh, Zexion is a child, so I had to change some ships around, and by change them, I mean throw them in the fucking garbage. S- scuttle them. Yes. <laughs> Sink them at sea. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, like, I've definitely, like, going back to the older games, because, like, as much as I know Kingdom Hearts, again, some of it just kind of gets, like, truncated in my memory, and, like, a lot of fat is trimmed off, so getting some of that fat back, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about this stuff, and now this part makes sense, or, like, I don't go back to Chain of Memories a lot, so when we went back to Chain of Memories, like, a bunch of other stuff later down the timeline suddenly just, like, cleared for me, and I was like, oh, shit, I get it now, cool, awesome. Nice. So it's more just, like, puzzle pieces I already had, but suddenly, like, I look at them closer, I'm like, oh... Oh, it makes. Oh, I see this part of the picture now. Cool. Yeah, I already had it all put together, but like I haven't looked at it in a second, so now it's clear. Right. <laughs> but yeah, most of the stuff that I have relearned from doing all this, I can't talk about because it's all spoilers. Because I did right. definitely <laughs> chain of memories like highlighted a bunch of stuff and like way later games where I was just like, oh shit. Yeah, I remember you saying that like after one episode of Chain of Memories, like you we we got off the call and you like ran to David to be like all this shit and then you guys talked about it for a while yeah where it was just kind of like character motivations suddenly make more sense with knowledge i have of games that came out like you know 10 years after chain of memories came out and it's just right. kind of like kingdom hearts is very good about it. they're like here's this character then like 10 years down the line you're just like oh everything they're doing makes sense now <laughs> well that's good because then when we get there for the show you'll be like hey remember this thing and i'll be like maybe <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance I will not. We'll have to do a lot more of these episodes. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got another one from Crash at Crash and Waves 14. If you could adjust something about the Kingdom Hearts series up to the most recent episode, big or small, what would you change? Ooh, I don't know. I feel like I probably have had an answer for this at some point. The, the only thing this brings to mind is like, hey, maybe don't do Kyrie so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... But at the same time, like, the way she is important in Kingdom Hearts 1, that, like, I feel like adding more of her to the game isn't the way to fix it. I feel like yeah. more of her needed to happen afterwards. Yeah, like, like the her her role in the story was so key, exactly, the, no pun intended, exactly <laughs> the way that it was, that if you add more of her, you're losing the reveal, because, yeah. like, if she shows up earlier in some other form, like, then you don't get that big moment. And, like, if you have her afterwards, it's, like, like, what like what would she be doing? Because she doesn't seem like a fighter. And after all that stuff, all you really do is boss battles for a couple minutes. Yeah, so. you have, like, an hour of boss fights. And- yeah. 
She's in like a skirt and some Crocs. What she yeah. needs to do? <laughs> yeah, not exactly battle attire. I mean, to be fair, like when a bunch of heartless surrounded her, she did immediately protect Sora and was ready to punch them all. So, like, yes, I'm sure she would run into that fight, but everyone else would be like, "All right, hold on, hold on." Yeah. Um, if there's anything I've learned from like like looking at things, like mostly my hero academia. I don't want to talk about it too much because like I'm very into it. And I'll talk about it forever. <laughs> um, but like if you like looking back on certain things, like seeing where things end up, like you can't change even like the shitty things. Like I was talking about um how uh with with um uh with Emily the other day about how she didn't like that Ochako lost the spoilers for two years ago, uh her fight with Bakugo. And like I can't be like, well, it's important for both of these characters for later stuff, because if you haven't gotten there, I don't want to say that. But yeah. like also like it's important for some other stuff that like these it happened the way it did but like it still sucks if you're if if you wanted her to win because like she had a solid plan and yeah by all accounts could have won so you know things like that like if you look especially big complicated narratives like uh like kingdom hearts like if you move one piece what else are you knocking over yeah it's kind of like butterfly effect sort of thing yeah but there are definitely parts like that we'll get to later that we can't obviously discuss here but like there are places where i was like you could have made her role way bigger here okay. you could have had her show up in other games or do other things and yeah. it was just like a tiny bit of a waste but at the same time i'm not gonna tell them how to do their own shit and i don't know like what they have planned for three or what's coming in the future so it's like yeah. hard to gauge but i just really like Kyrie, and i could use more Kyrie. <laughs> Um, I think if I could make one shift, it would be that game that we thought up where you're just playing Kyrie inside Sora's heart for what for that whole time. <laughs> that, that I would change it so that exists. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Oh, this is a very big change. Just don't do the cards in Chain of Memories. Yeah. Make that a fun to play game. And I don't want to stir up any feelings that we may yeah. have, have gotten past, but um if that game would be more accessible to play, yeah, a lot more people would have played it, and it would not be as as poorly regarded as it seems to be. Yeah, and like I know there are people out there that like it, and it's all strategy, and like every other game's just button mashing or whatever. But you know, I personally don't like it, and I'm being asked the question, so this is my answer. Yeah, <laughs> and just like I like the whole motif of the memories, but I don't like the fact that if you run out of cards, you can't swing your goddamn keyblade even though you're holding it. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe it should have been, like, you have to, like, collect cards to, like, get items or to do, or, like, to, to unlock a move. Or, like, yeah, to get, like, your yeah. AP and, like, you have to, like, work really hard to get all the right moves or maybe, like, trade out moves on a card that you have to, like, get for another one. So then you have to think a bit more heavy about, like, what move to throw out to get another one or something like that. Yeah, if, if it if it would have been more of, like, a hybrid system, I feel yeah. like that would be a lot more satisfying for, like, the bulk of people who aren't super into card-based strategy games. Yeah. There's this thing, and we probably talked about it a while ago, called Ludonarrative Dissonance. Um, Bioshock Infinite is a perfect yes. example of this, where, like, it's like, hey, here's the story, and it's all about, like... Um, doing the right thing and how sometimes you don't do the right thing and that like what that causes and you know choice and and uh and destiny and all that and then you just straight up fucking murder every single person you've ever met in that game yep. and it's like this is not the gameplay is not the same story that the game is telling and i think um 
a card battle system where you can run out of sword swings maybe doesn't fit well with a game where you swing your sword a lot. Yeah, also it comes to a point where like a lot of the cards you have to like match numbers and it just turns into a game of chance more than you actually having a skill or an input in the battle. Yeah, which I know fight Uno. Yeah, and I like I know it's still something that like you could plan and strategize for it, and maybe I just need to stop sucking at the game. But I don't care. <laughs> it's not fun for me, and I feel like they like when they did rechain, they could have done something new with the card battle system because they already rebuilt everything from the ground up. So why not yeah. change it a tiny bit, especially since like the PS2 and on version of rechain is kind of hard to play. Yeah. Because you, um, like, in the GBA, you don't have to worry about, you know, moving. You're in one spot, so you can focus on the cards. So, But right. in Rechain, you're still in a 3D environment. Yeah, that sounds fucking a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they could just could have done something to make the transition easier. And then people that do like the card system would ha still have the GBA version. Yeah. And then look, we're all happy. <laughs> yeah, then everybody goes home happy. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm sure someone would still be mad. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's video games. Someone's always <laughs> going to be mad. <laughs> Guts Love from At The Real Guts Love says, a longtime fan of the series, just discovered you around the time you were wrapping up Chain of Memories, and I've been having a blast listening to you guys, especially Jake's reaction. They're amazing and have me laughing hard. I love it. Oh, uh, thank you. Questions? Shannon, what's your favorite Keyblades? Jake, if you had the chance, which Disney film would you love to see be turned into a Kingdom Hearts world? Shannon, which world is your favorite? Jake, who's your favorite Brooklyn Nine-Nine character? But then it says Larxene Best Bay, so I think she meant Organization 13. <laughs> um, well, my favorite Brooklyn Nine-Nine character is everybody. <laughs> um, An organization is Larxene, yeah, like we said. Okay, and then who is the best Kingdom Hearts boy? Um, they're all they're good boys, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Sora. I think Sora is the best boy, but it's just because I, we spend a lot more time with him. Yeah. What were some of the earlier questions? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, favorite Keyblade for me, which Disney film would you like to be turned into a Kingdom Hearts world? Okay, which favorite Keyblade? Uh, Oathkeeper. It's a good it's, one. I I, it's probably a boring one to pick, but it's just like, I like that it, you know, is connected to Kairi because like she gives it to Sora technically. And just, yeah. it's, it's just pretty. Yeah. Um, a world that I would really like to see is... Um, I like to see Wreck-It Ralph because, again, the idea of being in a video game in a video game uh, could get weird. I think they could get real weird with that. Um, other than that, we talked about Meet the Robinsons a couple episodes ago, and that would be real fucking fun. Oh, my God, it would. Uh, just because that, like, just, just even if it was, like, just the Robinsons compound in the future, like, that's the only place you could play. There's so much going on there. And, like, any Heartless you fight, it could just, like, have the little Doris hat on it. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> uh, which world is my favorite? Well, my extreme bias is that Aladdin's my favorite Disney world, so I'm always happy to go back to Aladdin. And, uh, so, yeah, I feel like that's a safe answer, is Aladdin, because that one's at least always fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Anything else I can think of hasn't happened yet in Kingdom Hearts 2? But I will say the next world we visit, I forgot how much I enjoyed it. And I'm really excited to talk about it when we get to the next episode. Sweet. I think that answers all that. Uh, we have one from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Uh, what's the strangest Disney movie or show you'd like to see in Kingdom Hearts? Actual Disney stuff, not just things they happen to have the rights to. Mine is Sweet Life, only for the image of Mr. Mosby shouting no heartless in my lobby. <laughs> 
Um, I just watched Gravity Falls again, and I think that would be a real cool world to play around in. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Because there's uh, because Gravity Falls. If anyone has not seen that show, you should definitely watch it. It is very good. Uh, um, but there is so much going on there that is uh, that would just be real fun. Uh, that I feel like would be really weird, especially if you turned into a character that looked like them, like that, Sora in. That Alex was my Alex next Hirsch's. question. Like, is does he stay Sora or does he shrink to a Gravity Falls Sora? He would definitely. Well, the the teenagers are significantly taller than Dipper and uh, Wendy. They're like a head taller, um, but he would definitely have to look like Alex Hirsch drew him because <laughs> uh, that would be a really great joke of just him and his weird belt apparatus and his keyblade, but also has like a real big chin and giant eyes. <laughs> oh. Sora, I can think that would be kind of fun, even though, like, I know I've been on record saying I don't like Kingdom Hearts worlds where they put people in it, but this one, I think if they did it the right way, like a Mary Poppins world where Sora would have to be 2D animated and everyone else is a person. Oh, that would be real good. I just feel like that could be really cute. And then, like, I don't even know what you do. Like, Mary Poppins is in a violent world. I just want, or, um, did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang have drawn characters in it? I can't remember. Yes. I feel Was like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Disney? I don't think so. I think I just really like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and want to bring it up. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is one of the only things that Ian Fleming wrote that isn't super racist. <laughs> Good for him. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, he wrote the movie uh, because Roald Dahl wrote the book. Oh, yeah. And then Roald Dahl wrote the movie for Thunderball, I think. Or no, not Thunderball. Um, one of them. He wrote, a, he wrote something for Bond and then Fleming wrote the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And at some point he was like, hey. Don't be wicked racist in this one. <laughs> All I know is I I know that song like the back of my hand. And anytime I do like the thing at Epcot where you're in the little car, I sing that entire song from beginning to end. And David <laughs> just doesn't want to write it with me anymore. <laughs> I think we wrote it once. He's like, oh, you're still going. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it all, huh? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess that's my answer. It's just Mary Poppins or uh, Bed Dobbs and Broomsticks. That's the one I was thinking of that has drawn characters in it. Or Pete's Dragon is another. Actually, Pete's Dragon would be really fun for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Here's here's my weirdest one. Um, the Disney Channel original television show, So Weird. <laughs> or Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what the hell you would do in Xenon World, but it would be very fun. It'd be really bad. It would be, be, be super bad, but like, Kristen Storms isn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing Maxi on All My Children or whatever, but other than that. Uh, this might be an easy answer, but gargoyles would be fun. Oh, gargoyles would be so good, especially if you became a gargoyle. Uh, yeah, if everyone became a gargoyle. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Uh, so those are all the worlds, I guess, that we yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, another one from Jeff at Hey Boots. Uh, Shannon, uh, what thing was the hardest for you to keep a straight face about while well, Jake was mild wildly speculating about it? Uh, basically, anything with Roxas. <laughs> there are a lot of smart where you're just getting you're either on the answer or so close to the answer i was just like don't react don't react just don't react uh, just let it keep going there's a lot of times where i would say something and be met with silence and you go and so then and i'd be like i don't know if i'm close or so far away <laughs> all right we have some from jackie from at queen of rpgs um 
What's your favorite Keyblade that's come up so far? I've already answered that, so I guess that's for you. Um, I also like Oathkeeper and Oblivion. I like the duo. I, I like a good um, set of anything. I like when things are in sets, um, especially if they're not the same. Like uh, Oathkeeper and Oblivion are definitely a pair. Yeah, but um, they're, like, they're thematically a pair instead of like yeah. visually. Yeah, they don't like look the same, but they are like definitely meant to be together because one is like the Riku blade and one is the Kyrie blade, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I really, really like that. Another one from Jackie is, have any of your opinions changed about certain characters since more of the story has been revealed to you? Uh, constantly. Every single time we find out someone's not actually bad, I feel very bad <laughs> that I just want them to be okay. I feel like the person that's gotten the best from this is probably Riku. Oh, man. Riku, I... Once I realized that he was Todoroki, I was like, oh, <laughs> you poor boy. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I started uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, like, I hated Riku. I thought Riku was obnoxious. And then, like, at the end, when he was just like, take care of Kyrie, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, that's your friend. <laughs> that's your friend. <laughs> yeah, that's your best friend. Uh, yeah, Riku definitely benefited a lot from it, uh, yeah. from just, like, learning stuff. Yeah, and, and especially then- Chain of Memories. Yeah, like, I can't believe so many people skip it. Like, I, I can. Know. I understand the reason that they skip it, but, like, it's really important. <laughs> it's very good for, for Riku. Yeah, especially when I hear people, they're like, well, I hate Riku, so I don't want to play his side. I'm like, but this is what will make you like Riku. I can yeah. promise you. Yeah, like, easily. Oh, he's such a good boy. All right, uh, we got another one from Annie at Annie Zord. The main characters, good guys and bad guys, not just the main three kids from Kingdom Hearts go to Disney World. Who likes doing what around the parks? You did a little comic of this a little while ago of of Riku like with an autograph book and the Mickey Mouse ears just yes. like running up to everybody to get autographs. Yes, Riku is definitely meeting at bare minimum Mickey Mouse and oh, every version sure. of Mickey Mouse he can find. Yeah, um, I feel like Sora would probably be super into rides. I feel like he's into rides, but is also secretly afraid of them. Oh yeah, like I like I feel like Kyrie's probably really into rides, and so Sora's like, "Yeah, me too." And then he gets on there and he does what I do, and that's like he doesn't say anything and he like white knuckles whatever bar he can. <laughs> yeah, Sora's like the loudest about being excited about the rides, and the second he's on one, he's screaming the whole time, and Kyrie's yeah. having a blast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what anybody else would do. Um, I feel like if. Mickey Mouse was there, he would probably be, like, wrangling them a lot, just making sure they don't get separated. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely managing everything, making sure everyone's hydrated. Yeah. Uh, Donald and Goofy are working if they're at Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're security. Yeah. uh, And then all the, like, organization members just, like, that we know just, I don't know cut in line and like be dicks somewhere they're the family that has the matching shirt that just says like organization 13's fam- first family vacation oh god <laughs> and the uh the boss which at this point in our game still has his hood up somehow has like the fanny pack with everyone's stuff in it yeah <laughs> and he's just like keeping track of everyone yeah like, larkseen got lost immediately but like on purpose with <laughs> marluxia oh, yeah. Yeah, they, like, as soon as they saw, like, a left turn where everyone else is going right, they bolted. Yeah, and Axel was snitching on them. Yeah. I forget how much I just, I don't know what's up with Axel. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Like, I don't like him, but mostly because he's confusing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Mullet Boy really wants to go meet all the mascots. 
Probably. He, he doesn't see, want to do what everyone else is doing. He's like yeah. mad that they want to go ride all the rides. He's like, I want to go to like the princess house and meet all the princesses. Stop laughing at me. Yeah. Um, and then Diz also would have to work because he's Walt Disney's frozen head on <laughs> Abe Lincoln's animatronic body. So he's got to be at the Hall of Presidents all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to get fired because he can't be happy to people. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just being really vague and people are like, I just want to know where I have to go get my pictures. You're not telling where, me a straight answer. You told me to the, take a road to dawn, dusk, or twilight. I just want to know where the dipping dots are, asshole. Why do you have so many belts on your face? <laughs> Roxas is definitely the kid that meets the mascot, but then once he's up there, like punches them. <laughs> he just gets scared and then just like attacks because he doesn't know better. Or is this like the kid that looks really shy and doesn't want to be in the picture anymore the second he's up there? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have one from Dylan at Dylan Dag. Uh, now that Jake knows the naming scheme, what would both of your nobody self insert OCs be named? Uh, do you have one that is your name? I, I don't. Like nine... I don't have a self insert as much okay. as I am like trash for OCs. I don't really do self inserts. Oh, uh, I I feel like that is the difference between us. Is that that's like the first place I go all the time. <laughs> um, I we will have a whole episode on OCs, and I yes. promise I will have one ready for then. <laughs> um, the organization naming the only good one is like KJX because Jake is like a. There's a lot of hard vowels, so you can you can flip it around pretty good. So my name has three N's in it, and I'm just too tired. That would be an absolute nightmare, but absolutely some bullshit that they would do. Judging by Marluxia and Larkseen, like Larkseen is like the biggest. What the fuck kind of name is this? Yeah, like I'd have to be like Danosha or something. I'm like, but then I forgot <laughs> to put the S in there because that's the where's X. the X? Yeah, it's the X and the S are next to each other and they make the same sound. Danosha. <laughs> I'm so glad, by the way, that Larkseen is a name they made up after someone else's name, which probably is not going to be like a great name. It's probably going to be a Kingdom Hearts ass name. But I'm just glad they didn't look at a bunch of letters and go, Larkseen is fine for a person to be called <laughs> without there having to be a trick behind it because that name is just really clunky. Yeah. Yeah, don't, when we get to all by Organization 13 OCs, it's definitely like you make the cool sounding name with the X first. Yeah. And then break it apart and just go, oh, no. Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, all right. We got one from Asimov Fangirl at Asimov underscore Fangirl. Uh, first of all, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Second, if there could be a new spinoff Kingdom Hearts, what would you like story? Uh, what would you like it to be about story wise? What kind of genre type would it be? Like puzzle, tactics, dating sim, etc. Um, that Kyrie game, like that's the yeah. only spinoff game that I think I'd need is just like what she's doing inside Sora's heart during Kingdom Hearts One. Yeah, any spinoff where it's just like what Kyrie's doing would be awesome. Yeah. Even if it is just like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 2, where she's just back on Destiny Islands and it's just like a cute game. It's just Animal Crossing, <laughs> but oh, with Kyrie. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of animals, they're all just like other Final Fantasy characters that weren't yeah. put in Hollow Bastion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cute. She's got to run wallpaper down to Yuffie and pluck a bunch of turnips for another final fantasy character name <laughs> and going back out to like the islands and like setting stuff back up and having to like figure out what you're forgetting yeah that'd be really good that game yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh 
we also have one from Misconflict at Nordres. I probably said that wrong. Um, what are Jake's impressions of the story so far? Not necessarily the quality, but um anything that has particularly stuck out for him now that he has two and a bit games under his belt. Um, I, I think the only thing that like. I can I can think of because it's like a lot of things that I just like think about Kingdom Hearts because I'm trying to puzzle together with what I have that I just like think about a lot. Um, I just I love a good story about friendship. I am a sucker for that. And I did not know that that was the (laughs) whole fucking thing for Kingdom Hearts. That's just Kingdom Hearts. So uh, they kind of had my number and I just didn't know it yet. (laughs) All right. Uh, We have one from Madeline at at Madeline underline sheer. Again, if I'm pronouncing anything wrong, I'm very sorry. Oh, that's the best part about a host in a podcast is you just learn to be like, I said that wrong. I know yeah. I did, and I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, she says, Shannon, if you could have one type of Heartless as a pet, which would you pick? Uh, The rapid dog. Butthole dog. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jake, I've been thinking a lot about similarities between Kingdom Hearts and the Zone cast. If the IPRE crew were Kingdom Hearts characters, who do you think they'd be? I'm calling Taco as Donald, by the way. Um. Oh, I mean, well, okay. So you don't. You have not listened to the Adventure nope. Zone. So that is your Kingdom Hearts, right? Okay. <laughs> That's like everyone's talking about it, but you don't know anything about yep. it. I know what all the characters look like. Um. There. Well. Yes and no, because oh. there's like a hard and fast rule that um every interpretation of every character is the right one. Okay. Um, it's a really cool thing that they made sure to like put into the fabric of it. So there's like a comic out now. It's like this is just the comic version. Like, you know, whatever you think they look like is what they look like, which I really like. Um, I don't know. I don't. There's seven IPRE members, and that's a huge spoiler. So if Shannon ever wants to listen to it, I don't want to talk about it too much. Um, so I'll I'll just talk about uh the main three uh magnus is obviously goofy i don't know if taco is donald he might be because he's a little grumpy taco is my second favorite character on the show because he's great and my favorite character is a spoiler so i can't talk about her (laughs) um and then i don't know who merle would be someone cool is that the the tall one or the small one the that's the dwarf the small one who's got a wood arm a lot of the time okay cool um, the the big one is Magnus. Uh, he would definitely be goofy. Um, okay. Cause his, his whole thing is like, he rushes in. He doesn't think about what he's about to do. He just like does it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the other ones. I know there's Agnes. It's a little boy. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not, he's in the Bureau of Balance sort of. Uh, well he is, it's hard to explain. He's uh, the world's greatest detective. He's a little boy. He's like 10. Um, he is wonderful. I have cried several times because of him. Oh, that oh the the last like three episodes of that show are just like constant waterworks for me. <laughs> uh, it's a real good. I highly recommend it. But it's there's sixty nine episodes. So yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of. It's a big commitment. Yeah. So that I I mean we can talk about it later off the podcast because I just don't want to talk about a whole bunch of <laughs> stuff uh, that Shannon doesn't know anything about. I just know an Agnes or not Ag. Oh uh, yeah, the Angus. Yeah, Angus was really excited about learning about sequinox at my table at the convention the other weekend and uh, he thought Caden was cute and i was like yes well uh he's got great taste yes uh on a lot of fronts it sounds <laughs> like <laughs> uh we got one or we got two from craig at uh contamination uh for jake what franchise do you expect to see or what franchise do you want to see or both describe what you think the keyblade for that world will look like do i i know that there's a pirates of the caribbean world coming up 
I know that's going to happen. And I here's my dirty little secret. I fucking love Pirates of the Caribbean. In theory, I like the movies a lot, but I feel like there's a lot more in the world than makes it to the screen. Yeah. And also, fuck Johnny Depp to death. So if we could just get rid of him yes. and leave the rest of the cool stuff, that would be pretty much the best. Leave Davy Jones. He's my favorite. Davy Jones is very good. I'm not surprised that you like him. Again, I have a type. <laughs> he checks a lot of boxes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I know that's coming up. I feel like there's probably like, I don't know, a, a ship wheel and some seaweed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, I here's another thing that I, I haven't talked about on the show. I have like no visual sense like at all. Um, I know if something looks good. I cannot describe a thing to you, though. It's really bad. Shannon has done a lot of commissions uh, for me and they're all pretty vague. <laughs> <laughs> you at least put a lot of vagueness in there, though, and are just like, is this enough? There you go. You got it. It's, uh, here's a bunch of words and I hope they mean something together. <laughs> Uh, huh. The chibis that you're doing, I was like, her hand's on her chest, like, she's got this, and you did exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Luckily, I'm a professional. <laughs> uh, Alright, Craig has another one that, if you were to put Heartless logos on common household pets, where would you put them? The butthole. There's no other place to put. Just do it, like, cat, put it on the butthole. Dog, <laughs> put it on the butthole. Hamster, put it on the butthole. <laughs> I'm trying to think. This one might be more specific because Zelda had eyebrows and like one of them was bigger than the other. So I was like, well, okay. if there's like a heartless symbol there, that'd be cute. Or like on the nose. Um, if I were to do it on my old dog, Rango, it would probably be on his belly because he always flipped over um, to get belly rubs because he was a Vienna sausage. <laughs> I also used to have a tabby cat that had like swirls, like a swirly on like his side that made a little target. Okay. So if like there was a kazoo heartless, put it right there on the target. I think um I don't know the kind of snake. What's the one that they bred to have the emoji, like the happy face emoji on it? Some sort of python of some uh, sort. I it might be the ball python you're thinking of that's got like the kitty cat smile. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ball python. Yeah, that but they're all like fuzzy heartless symbols. Oh. <laughs> or like for a snake, like right on the top of their head, but so like the point of the heartless symbol goes down onto their nose and like curls with their nostrils. That would be oh, really that, cool. That would be really good. So like how like rattlesnakes have like that the pattern that starts at their head then goes down. Well, yeah. all pattern snakes have that. Uh, for some, like vipers just have a wider head, so it works with the heart shape. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, that would look really good. Like a yeah. like a or a cobra, but it'd be upside down. Oh, that'd be cool. Like when their thing flares out, it would be the. Oh, the that'd symbol. be awesome. Kingdom Hearts make more snake heartless. <laughs> all right, we have one from Susie at Susie Bow. Uh, what's your favorite world slash location in the game so far? And if you can have different ones based off of design and story stuff. That we've gone to? I think Hollow Bastion, just because, for me anyway, there's like, I like I liked an original world a yeah. lot. Um, and also there's like a lot more stuff that I don't know going yeah. on in there than like, I kind of know what's up with Agrabah because I've seen the movie and watched the TV show. Uh, you know, it's so like, I know from Agrabah, like... All the other ones exist, but Hollow Bastion's like, hey, here's this weird thing. And also, like, I guess in the basement of the castle, uh, he was making, he was ripping people's hearts out and yeah. making them heartless. So, yeah. like, there's that. Hollow Bastion's definitely one of my favorites for design and story-wise. And when I was answering my favorite worlds, I totally forgot about Beast Castle, because that one's one of my favorites, just because I like that it looks like the castle from the movie. So, I guess from yeah. a, well, design and story-wise, because then I really like Zeldin, so I like that that piece of shit's there, and it looks really <laughs> cool. 
yeah, uh, I, I think Hollow Bastion also, for the beast reasons, that's where the first time we find him, where he's like, I fucking punched my way here. Where is where is my girlfriend? <laughs> I'm so angry. I broke how this game works. <laughs> All right. Uh, Susie had another one. You're pretty early into the second game, but what are Jake's predictions? And if you both had a Keyblade organization weapon, what would it be? Um, I have no idea for an organization weapon because they're all just like spikes and fucking whatever. Um, I think we talked about Keyblades the last time we did one, uh, uh, and we came to that mine would be like waveforms on like a audio line. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and I think mine be- was all art stuff and sin- like it was basically a broken down Cintiq made into a Keyblade. Yeah. Um, and then what was the first part of the question? What are your predictions for the second game? I guess for the rest of it. Every every time we do between one, they're like, "What do you think?" Someone says, "Like, what what do you think is going to happen next?" And I don't know. <laughs> and I th- and I think that's for the best that yeah. I just straight up have no fucking clue what's going to happen here. Kingdom Hearts is pretty hard to predict, even within getting three different like trailers for Kingdom Hearts three at E three. I'd be like, the first trailer, I'm like, all right, cool, this is where they're going. And the second trailer, I'm like, here's something new. By the way, I'm like, oh fuck, throw all that out. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I I don't I don't even want to try because I'll just embarrass. I here's we're gonna meet the rest of the organization. I think that's probably gonna happen, and that's gonna be a big plot thread. I bet. <laughs> um, I guess for organization weapons, I've actually I've never designed a keyblade, but I've designed plenty of organization thirteen weapons, and my favorite one I've designed has been a whip. Okay, because it was um like it split off into different like segments, like nine tails basically, but nice. like each. It was the spiky part of the Organization 13 thing, so it was, like, really sharp. Okay. I just thought of one uh, for, for what I would do for an Organization, because it it definitely fits there. It would be a sword, but uh, y'all play Soul Calibur? Yeah. You know, Ivy Sword, that's a whip. Yeah. Also, that, because nice. that weapon rules. <laughs> that is a very cool weapon. I think I also designed an axe, and I've designed a gun and a staff, but that wasn't really that creative i was like 14 i did my best (laughs) (laughs) uh hey sooner or later those will all be available in a visual companion yep jake and shannon has your outlook on kingdom hearts and the kingdom hearts fandom changed since you started uh on kingdom hearts yes on the kingdom hearts fandom i i literally exiled myself from it so (laughs) i don't know what they're like i bet like all fandoms there's some good people and the rest is garbage uh, yes, can confirm. <laughs> I've made some very good fr- uh, friends through Kingdom Hearts fandom, and I've also, like, just seen a lot of garbage that I never, ever want to interact with, and, like, sometimes I start to see it almost show up here, and I just kind of, like, step over those comments and hope they don't talk again. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the, the best you can do. Yeah. Is everyone likes things differently. And I'm like, there's not, I'm not going to say there's a right way to like things, but there is wrong ways to like things. You know, that's, there's a lot of things we're not going for here. Yep. We're, we're trying to be positive and, uh, and overall pretty chill, I would say. Yeah. I feel, um, like when I started selling the podcast to people, I was like, we're explaining Kingdom Hearts, but we're having fun with it. So it's not, (laughs) we're not going for a hundred percent accuracy, but like, 90% 90% and the other 10% being jokes. Yeah. Unless we've had a few beers and then it's like 70-30. Yeah, then it gets just a little wild. Uh, <laughs> or or like a couple episodes ago when we had no excuses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, that was from Dark uh, Data at uh, Dark Data TRC. Okay. Uh, all right, we have one from Chaos Meister at Trashy Junk. Um, 
Oh, uh, Dark Data had another one that was, what are both your organization 13 names? But we've already answered that. Yeah. Uh, so Chaos Meister says, if you could have a working Keyblade in real life, what would you ba- base its design on, off of and what would you do with it? Uh, simply open locked things, take over the world, become some, uh, some kind of superhero, etc. I mean, I want to say that I would be good and do good with it because I, I feel like I would. But I don't know all I don't know all the shit you can do with a Keyblade. I don't think I feel like there's a lot more to a Keyblade than what I know so far. Like, so mine's a stupid answer because i'm really bad at remembering passwords sometime and since like on a mac your it's your keychain uh right. access and it's just a bunch of keys i'm like can i just get like a tiny keyblade that stores all my uh passwords for me yeah. and it's like pointed at a computer and it enters itself if i if i can add a weird power to it i would uh make it the key from the lost room um where you can open any door and it will bring you to this room and then you close the door and when you open it it opens any door wherever you're thinking. Oh, nice. So it's like two-step teleportation. You just oh, got to go really into cool. a room first because uh, I don't drive and it would make everything a <laughs> lot easier. And I guess if I could base it on anything, I'd probably just like, I don't know what I'd base it on. Probably something practical if I have to keep it with me all the time. That way I don't lose it. So maybe just like have it be a keyblade that's also a pen. Yeah, I always have a pen on me. So that would probably be a good a good call for me too. <laughs> And then, like, have its keychain, its keychain actually be a keychain, so I can just like hook it in with my regular keys. Yeah, <laughs> those are the most boring answers. Like, would you be a superhero? I'm like, I'd save passwords for my computer because I'm dumb I d- and I forget. I just them. like not have to walk places. Look, we're adults now. We got to be more practical. <laughs> Ask me again ten years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, that looks like that's everyone. Awesome. Most well, one went long, but it's an anniversary, so yeah. it's you know bound to happen. And if I missed anyone, I'm sorry. I was going by what was on the hashtag. Yeah, that's that. You know, that's the rules. Yeah. That's why we say use it because uh, if it, we're we're already going through a lot of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's been a year of yeah. this show. I I'm really hey, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. There are times when it gets a little bit exhausting when I get yelled at by people for my <laughs> opinions, but you know, I'm not holding that against you guys. I'm probably a little too sensitive. Uh, it also is like everyone loves proving how smart they are, and yeah. you know, it, to to be fair, they only think they're the only one doing it. Yeah, they're not accounting for the twelve other people also thinking they're the only person. So yeah, I've also noticed some of them like we're here, and I'll still have people that are going through the backlog, and they're just like, "Oh, you hate Chain of Memories." I'm like, "Everyone's done it already. Leave me alone." Yes. <laughs> I know. It's okay that you like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll hear us talk about it in three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is one of my favorite podcasts. I do like 100 podcasts. This is one of my favorites uh, just because it's something completely new to me <laughs> that I get to learn about uh, in a in a very weird way. It's also one that you get to do the least work for. Yeah. <laughs> it's real nice. <laughs> Which it is fun to go back and rewatch all of the Kingdom Hearts cutscenes, even if sometimes like watching Kingdom Hearts 2 is very like, wow, there's a lot of cutscenes. Oh my god, <laughs> there's so many cutscenes. How was this the most popular game? You don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a barely interactive movie, it seems like. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 5 had nothing on this. Uh, yeah, I think the um, I think I mentioned this to you off mic, but the guy I'm watching, like, I think we're only on like video 19, and he's got like 80 something for Kingdom Hearts <sighs> too. So like, here's the surface that we've scratched. We're about a quarter of the way there, I yeah. guess. <laughs> There's a lot more to Kingdom Hearts too. 
Yeah. So hope you like it because uh, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, if you just jumped onto this one, I hope you weren't expecting us to be caught up by the time three comes out. Yeah. That was never the plan. Yeah. I always see people that are like, oh, cool. This will catch me up before three. I'm like, oh, no. No. Oh, no. no. no we planned this way before there was an announcement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, is, I, this was just fun. I, I will say that uh, Got It Memorized, our cousin podcast, that is their goal, I think. Yeah. Is that they are trying to catch up before three. So if that's what you're looking for, go check them out. Yeah. If you want an idiot learning about Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> this is the show that you want. <laughs> yeah. If you need the wiggle room of someone else also being confused. Yeah. that That's what I'm here for. I'm here to be <laughs> your surrogate. Uh, but yeah. Thanks, everyone, for... For listening, um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Kingdom Smarties. You can use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts, and our spoiler uh, hashtag is uh, KHFree. If you want to, you know, chat me up about something Kingdom Hearts themed, preferably come to me, not the um, show Twitter. Yep. Uh, if you want to email us, it's going to be at Kingdom Smarts Podcast at gmail.com. Again, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at Shannon Manor. I'm at JJ underscore Mason. I've been Jake. And I've been Shannon. And that's been a year of Kingdom Smarts. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to think of anything clever for the end no, of this one. This is, yeah, this isn't a regular one. So we can just do, we can just fade out. Yep. Um, like how right now I'm going to blow my nose real quick. So I'm going to mute it so you don't have to deal with that. <laughs> and I'm very okay, sorry. I'll take a drink real quick.